it's uh, day 11 of quarantine and still feels like day one to me. How's everyone else's quarantine been? Dragging on? Every day looking the exact same as the last? How are the online classes going? Working from home? Has the dog interrupted any of your lectures or any of your meetings? Have you happened to weigh yourself since the quarantine started? I, myself, have not. See, to start the day, I have a pre-breakfast, a breakfast, an after-breakfast, and a breakfast dessert. And the same goes for lunch, dinner, and dessert. Yes, for dessert, I do in fact have a pre-dessert, a dessert, an after-dessert, and a dessert-dessert. I guess I should introduce myself. Well, the people that know me that are listening know that I tend to ramble a lot. And I have a feeling that's what you guys will be getting in this podcast, which is why I've titled it Real Talk. Yes, the content of this podcast is going to be the realest content you have ever heard. And I want you guys to hear the real me and get to know the real me. I'm Kylie Hill. I don't really know how to introduce myself because I'm quite the character and I'm fully aware of that. And it's really hard to bring that just listening to me. We're going to give it a shot anyways and see how that goes. Could quite possibly embarrass myself this first podcast episode, but yeah, we're just going to we're just going to roll with it. It's not as embarrassing as when I did the yoga challenge with my sister my senior year of high school and it aired in front of the entire school and even my teacher was like, "You sure about this, Kylie?" and I said, "You know what? We need a fun feature, K-Dog." So, let's just roll right with it. Well, there I am with my rambling and it just started. The people that are still here listening to me I applaud you because you have to have a lot of patience to listen to Kylie Hill talk and talk and talk. All right, enough rambling. I'm going to introduce myself now. As you have heard, my name is Kylie. I am a sophomore at Penn State majoring in broadcast journalism. This is my sixth year in the journalism field, so that is quite a long time and a lot more experience than some of my other classmates have had, so I guess you could say I'm a prodigy. Just kidding, I'm not really, uh, I still am scared to go out on the street and interview people, so to my calm radio people, I am sorry. But yeah, I don't really know where to begin with my experience. My sophomore year of high school, I started off as the opinion editor, so that was fun. Then I decided, wow, I really hate print journalism. I can't do it, not the best at it, and I just fell in love with being in the studio. My junior year, I was the managing editor, so I was in charge of helping people brainstorm story ideas, going over the news budget. That was a lot of fun, also very, very stressful. And yes, I did give people attitude when they did not come through with their stories. It was quite frustrating when we had deadlines. And it's pretty known in the journalism world you have deadlines. So what happened there, folks? Senior year of high school was interesting with my experience. I was the social media managing editor and that took on so many responsibilities because no one really wanted to take pictures of their fellow classmates and wow did we have to post all the time and it was very frustrating but I'm glad I got that experience because social media 
in the journalism industry is very fast growing and it is so good that I have experience in that and can use that knowledge in future fields, future internships, future careers. So that was extremely helpful. I also surprisingly was the podcast managing editor and that that did absolutely nothing for me because no one really wanted to do podcasts at the time because they weren't as popular then. They were just kind of starting, just kind of growing and no one really felt comfortable just with their voice. And I tried to get people to be comfortable. I had like two people that were comfortable with it and were willing to make some and edit them. And I would help them with that. And it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I kind of got out of the podcast-ness of the world. And now clearly I'm back. So here it goes. In college, I tried to do a lot my first semester freshman year and kind of only fell in love with com radio. So that's kind of what I've been sticking with. I did start as a video producer um, at the Daily Collegian. So that was fun. Just didn't really have time for it anymore um, to go out and go interview people, go get the equipment. It just wasn't really something I had the time capacity for. I also did PSN TV, which I did do the entirety of my first semester, but it's just something about com radio, man, that I really couldn't, really just wanted to put all of my time and effort in, and that's just what I stuck with. So, and then this year, I continued with com radio, could not do it my first semester because of a class conflict, so that was so sad, but I'm back, kind of, because now I'm stuck at home, not producing, not at Innovation Park, so that's, that's amazing. But uh, I have the opportunity to. I'm just still trying to balance all my other online classes because that that's quite the challenge that I have yet to figure out. I've also had two internships this year. So the first one was at the Center County Gazette where I was just a general staff intern where I wrote some stories, interviewed some people, copy edited, posted to statecollege.com, did the final year in review article along with the other interns. So that was a lot of fun. It did get me into print journalism a little bit more. Um, there is so much work that goes into print journalism and it's sad that people consider it a dying industry because I personally love newspapers and I've had to read the newspaper every single day for my media ethics class because we have a current events quiz every week. Pop quiz, not really a pop quiz because we know it's coming. We just don't really know if it's going to be Monday or Wednesday, but yeah. And then I work at the B94.5 where this podcast inspiration came from. Not really an inspiration. I'm kind of required to do it, but it's also a lot of fun. I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while, so this gives me a head start. And it's a really fun internship. I wake up at six in the morning every single Friday, even on my birthday in the next week. So that that's amazing. I really do enjoy everything that I do for that internship. It's a lot of fun. Am I a morning person? Absolutely not. And I'm pretty sure Angela, my internship supervisor, is fully aware of that. So sorry, girl, just really am a grizzly bear in the morning. <laughs> so that is all of my experience. Quite the load, but it's been a lot of fun. It's really gotten me ahead to where I want to be and where I need to be as a sophomore. I really do feel like I'm ahead of a lot of people and that's super beneficial for me and super inspiring for me to already be ahead of the game for in, compared to other people. All right, I kind of dragged on and on about myself, so we're just going to put a Put a stop there for now, put a pin in that. I'm going to explain the title of my podcast, which, like I said, is Real Talk, and 
I know some of my viewers, shout out to you, Kim, because I, I know you are listening. She was the real OG of the name, and I just feel like she she gets it, and I want other people to get it. By now, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what a Finsta is. A Finsta is a fake Instagram, a spam Instagram, where you just post random stuff. Just rants, stupid videos, drunk videos, high videos, silly videos, just the most random stuff you can get all in an Instagram post. I think my Finsta has about 900 posts, probably above that by now, and some of that stuff is just so beyond random that only my 75 followers have the privilege of seeing. So, real talk, how did that begin? It started off with a rant about my substitute teacher in my Algebra 2 class. I'm a comm major. I don't do well in math. I have never thrived in math. I'm sure some of you can relate. My dad has seen me cry over geometry, Algebra 1, Algebra 2. It has just been crazy the amount of times my dad has seen me cry over that the amount of fights my dad and I have gotten in over math so yeah lucky for me I'm a con major and I still get to take two more math classes so that's really what I'm looking forward to but yeah so it started off with my algebra 2 teacher leaving because his wife had a baby screw her because wow um I needed him that that year and we had this substitute teacher who I love to death as a person, amazing person, so funny. My grandma was sick that year, so he was really there for me, really cared about me, my well-being, how I was doing in class, which was so amazing. And I feel like a lot more teachers need to be like that. He was not the best teacher at teaching math, and um, it was a struggle. We had our benchmark right after my actual teacher left, and this substitute was like, let's begin had no idea where to begin no idea what we were learning and it was just it was just a time it was thanksgiving break i did not have the benchmark in and the benchmark was before thanksgiving break and then it was a week after thanksgiving break and he still did not have the benchmark in and i was like my guy where's the benchmark that was amazing and i'm gonna play you guys the actual first ever real talk Obviously, we all know last Friday was a two-hour early dismissal. Teachers are supposed to use that time to put grades in and, you know, finish grading shit. Mr. Fry, my lovely teacher, has been out since before Thanksgiving break. And we've had this long-term sub, Mr. Harrod. Well, he might be the most awkward guy in the entire world, he's pretty chill. But he doesn't put grades in. We had a two-hour early dismissal. A test I took before Thanksgiving break is not in yet. I took it the day before Thanksgiving break. I took it before I ate all my damn turkey, okay? So yeah, the sound was a little wonky at the beginning and at the end. I am recording off of my laptop because I do not have access to a studio here at home. And that's, that is something. But uh, yeah, you guys got to hear the first ever Real Talk that started this amazing podcast name. And wow, was I angry that first that first ever Real Talk. My Real Talks varied from topic to topic. There was a Real Talk about my friend Freddie who had a hole in his shoe, so I just felt like ranting about that. Um, there was one about my grandma when she was sick. I was, I had the hiccups and she was like, Kylie, there's a spider on your back. And I freaked out and turns out there wasn't a spider on my back and she just wanted to scare me to get rid of the hiccups. So props to you, Grandma. 
got rid of my hiccups and really could use you when I have them. Yeah, the to- like I said, the topics really vary. I'm trying to think of some more. There was one about my friend Owen and how everyone hates that man, yet we all still love him at the same time. A real talk about me winning at Super Mario Kart, because I'm a pro at video games. Just kidding, I suck at them. But yeah, so those that is where the name generated from. And I'm happy I finally get to use that name, because I always said... Guys, I'm going to start this podcast. It's going to be called Real Talk. And everyone was like, all right, Kylie, I can't wait to listen to it. And it's been uh, about four years since that idea came to mind. But now it's alive and it's happening. I've wondered how I wanted to start this podcast, this first episode. I got my introduction in, talked loads and loads about myself, rambled a ton, said where the name generated from. And then I was like, where do I go from there? I have absolutely no idea. So I asked my siblings and my parents, and they all had some random ideas. But finally, I came up with the idea of my entrances with the help of my dad. Something everyone should know about me is that I am extremely clumsy. Extremely. There's just no way around it on how clumsy I am. It's embarrassing at times. Actually, let's face it, it's embarrassing all the time, so... Sometimes I'll do something stupid whilst being clumsy. And my dad asks, is it tiring being you? And I look at him deep into his eyes and I say, yes, dad. Yes, it is. So trying to think of some, some amazing entrances that I've had were some of my best clumsy moments. And there's a lot of them to pick and choose from. So we're going to start with one that was when I was younger, um, have this dog. Her name's Jaina. She's a queen. She's 11 years old now. Yeah, 11. That's insane. She's a black lab, so she, sad to say she's on borrowed time, but she's also thriving. Started giving her these pills because her joints hurt. I want those pills, guys, because something changed in her. Her eyes changed. It was miraculous the way these pills have helped my dog and it's just something seeing her 11 and chasing my mom down the driveway to go say hi to her after she gets the mail anyways Jaina is wild she is a wild wild dog even at 11 she will chew up a napkin take my dad's slippers throw them around eat my socks everyone's socks actually she loves socks for some reason one time she actually pulled them off of my brother's feet yeah, fell flat on his butt. Kind of funny now. Anyways, I took her for a walk one time when I was probably 11. It's a couple years after we just moved to Maryland, and I took her through the woods. We have two and a half acres. So I was like, what a great walk this will be. Yeah, it wasn't, because Jaina saw a squirrel, decided that squirrel would be fun to chase. While I'm holding on to her leash, which was attached to her collar, attached to her body. So I am pulled and dragged down this hill for god knows how long until finally she stops never got the squirrel i walk back into my house once once that adventure was done and uh my pants were ripped i had leaves in my hair i had scratches on myself my glasses were crooked and i was like hey guys i'm gonna go take a shower because Jana tried to kill me another good one which which i can't believe i'm telling on my first podcast episode i was in middle school and uh I had to throw up, so I went to my teacher and was like, hey, I've got to go to the bathroom, and she was like, sit down, not during the lesson, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it right now, and then all of a sudden, I was like, wow, I'm really going to throw up right now on my desk if I don't go to the nurse. 
I go up to my teacher. I'm like, hey, yeah, I still got to go to the bathroom and I really can't wait anymore. And she's like, Kylie, I told you. And before she could get the I told you out after she said my name, vomit was projected onto her. I projectile vomited onto my math teacher. And then as I'm leaving the classroom, I notice how my vomit is literally projected in front of the entire class. Yes, I vomited on my teacher as well as the overhead projector. And it was in middle school, so those those are harsh times. And yeah, I did that. Really did. Then I posted a selfie later on Instagram and everyone was commenting, are you good? What happened? And by the next day, everyone in the school knew what happened. And that, that was great. My teacher, we had a different relationship after she had to clean all of my vomit off of her. Another good one is when I was at the library and I was like, eh, kind of want to go back to my apartment at this point. I'm kind of done with this whole studying thing. And I left. So I guess this isn't technically an entrance, but it is some people's first time seeing me. So it was an entrance for them. I'm walking down the stairs and I fall. I legit fall down 12 stairs. And this guy, I'm laying there. I'm just laying there, just, just casually. And this guy, he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, honestly, please just, just let me do this right now. And he was like, okay, thinking I'm the weirdest person in the entire world because I'm just laying on the floor of the paternal library. So yeah, I fell in front of, it was probably five people there, but that guy really wanted to help me up. And I was like, my guy, let a girl chill. Let her just think about what happened and how she can move on with her life after that. Another one is a personal favorite. I went to a frat and these shoes were new. They were new, so they were slippery, okay? Frat floors are slippery and sticky and gross and whatever texture you could possibly find in a frat floor. And yeah, so I'm walking into the frat and I fall flat on my butt hard. So hard. The loudest thump I think I have ever heard. My fat butt just on the ground and I was sober so sober guys and everyone looked at me girls in my sorority were like you good what happened you drunk like you gotta go and I'm like no guys like y'all could breathalyze me I'm fully sober just that was my entrance for tonight and I just wanted everyone to remember that so yay another good entrance was my second formal and my roommate was there and saw the whole thing where I fell Right at the entrance of the formal, where it was being held, I fell. The guard thing that was there, totally can't think of the technical term for it, like the rope thing. Yeah, hit that, that fell, rolled into the street, and the security guard was like, wow, you guys are wild tonight, huh? And everyone's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, and I was like, ha, yeah, it was me. Sorry. Yeah, so somehow still got into that formal, what a... What a time that formal was. Was I there long? No. Did I call my dad and relay the night to him? Yes. Was he happy? Not at all. One of my favorite entrances by far is when I was moving apartments, which is a story I will have to tell you guys. That will take up an entire podcast or at least half a one because, yeah, that was that was something. But, uh, yeah, so I was moving apartments and I moved into the Nittany apartments at Penn State and couldn't tell you why the numbers are numbered that way but I had this big red moving cart by myself because my mom was like I'm gonna go park and I was like okay mom I got this it's just my apartment number yeah don't I 
I, to this day, think a drunk person labeled the Nittany apartments because it goes from 11 to 30 to 20 to 40. Somewhere 50 is in the middle of it, but it's not next to 40 because why would it be? And I'm walking around the Nittany apartments, my small body trying to push around this red big moving cart, not working at all. I totally had to ask a complete stranger how I was going to find my apartment, like where it was. And she was like, I couldn't tell you, it might be that way. And I was like, amazing. And so I had to text my new roommate and I was like, I don't know where this is. And she was in class, so she couldn't tell me. And I was like, this is awesome. This is great. Couldn't send me my lo her location because uh, she was in class. So I'm like, all right, well, I have class in two hours. So really got to find this. And yeah, that that was something. Anyone that saw my small body trying to navigate that cart and push it around was probably one of the most amusing things for them because I could not control where it was going. It was kind of just rolling on the uneven pavement that's surrounding the apartments. And that was just really something else as well. This one's amusing. It has to be because I have scars from it. So why wouldn't it be? So I was dating this guy um, the summer before I went to college. We had been dating for three years and we were downtown in my town. And I was like, yeah, we could probably go like their lights still red. And he was like, no. And I was like, OK. And then he was like, actually, yeah, we can. And then I was like, no, but he decided I'm a pull you. So he pulled me and I fell in the middle of the crosswalk, just kind of laid there. And my ex was like, well, he wasn't my ex at the time, but now he is. And he was like, Kylie, please get up. Cars are coming. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going to die. And now <laughs> after that, he like pulled me. He felt terrible. We still went to lunch because a girl needed lunch. I had, I have scars from it on my knees and my sides were scraped when I did fall and I got up and we got onto the sidewalk, he was like, oh, Kylie. And I guess my bra had shifted. So my entire boob was out. Yeah, that was also a time. And I'm hoping to God no one saw that because any stranger seeing my boobs is just not something I particularly want to happen. And uh, that I still think about that every time I'm downtown and I'm like, this man really pulled me into the street and now we're broken up and I have to stare at these scars he left me because he couldn't wait five minutes. Okay, thank you, my guy. All right, well, that's about all I have to say for this podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed my first episode of Real Talk. I'm really looking forward to doing this, especially during this quarantine, because there is absolutely nothing else to do. Well, thank you again for listening, and I will be back next week with another episode. So until then.